0: What is going on everyone welcome back to another episode here on the t clark nutrition podcast i'm your host tommy clark and today we're going to be discussing the four biggest nutrition mistakes that are destroying your athletic performance this is not an understatement if you're doing these things your athletic performance is likely suffering because of it so you're definitely going to want to listen to the rest of the episode where i break down each and every one of these mistakes and subtle plug not so subtle but I actually wrote another ebook. You guys know the athlete's guide to nutritional periodization. I've been plugging that one for who knows how long. It's been kind of low key, but I wrote another one called The Four Nutritional Mistakes That Are Destroying Your Athletic Performance and How to Fix Them. So if you want to learn how to fix them as well and get access to the audio version and the video versions of the, of the ebook, definitely just click the link down below, enter your name, your email, it's all yours completely for free. And I usually don't start off a podcast like just straight plugging away like that but it's definitely worth it on your end it's completely free and literally i've got you covered from every single angle you could imagine written audio video and there's two versions of the written two versions of the written version i think that makes sense i actually put together a cliff notes version because as you guys know from listening to me all this time i can tend to ramble a little bit or i don't know if it's ramble but i get deeper into the weeds when it comes to science and just kind of go on side tangents and whatnot so it can lead to like my ebooks and blogs and podcasts being a little bit long sometimes. So I made it a point to fit all the relevant information that like you need to understand into two pages. Literally two pages, that's it. So if you wanna read the 40 page ebook, cool, go for it. I put a lot of time and effort into it, but if you don't, no worries, I got you covered. So like I said, just click the link down below, enter your name, your email, it's all yours, completely free. And yes, you'll be added to an email list, yes, they will get emails from me, no, they will not be spam, be valuable content maybe selling once in a while, uh, whenever the Next Level Nutrition for Athletes program opens up again, which I'm not sure when it will. Um, but other than that, just free content coming your way all the time. So definitely sign up for that, get the ebook, get on the email list, do what you got to do. Now, as always, if you enjoyed the podcast, go ahead and one, drop a five-star rating in review down below, and two, take a screenshot, post it on your Instagram story, tag me in it, let me know what you enjoyed, what your biggest takeaway was, was there one mistake that you really that really stuck out for you that, that you're committing right now? Um, let me know, and that way I can kind of help get you going in the right direction. And last but not least, if you enjoyed the podcast, go ahead and just share it with one other person. Anyone else who you think would benefit from it, like an athlete, a coach, a parent to an athlete, whoever you think would benefit from this sort of information, go ahead and send it their way. It's always appreciated helping the show grow a little bit more each and every day. Much appreciated. I just said appreciated twice. It's cool. I, I love how I like comment over like my own mistakes when they happen instead of like just moving on from it. Probably a habit that needs to be broken, but I don't know. We'll see. But nonetheless, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. if you've stuck around this long, it says a lot. So I really appreciate you tuning in, uh, taking the time out of your day to listen to me talk. And without any further ado, let's get into today's podcast episode. All right, so the first mistake I see a lot of athletes make when it comes to the, when it comes to their nutrition, is simply not eating enough. Super simple, super straightforward. I promise you, if you go from not eating enough to eating enough, you'll feel pretty instant performance gains. Like, you'll feel better in the gym. You'll probably get stronger, maybe a little faster, maybe jump a little higher, not get tired as quickly. That'll happen pretty much instantly in many cases. Like, I can think off the top of my head, an athlete I just started working with, a pro guy playing over in Italy, he He was eating, I think, somewhere around 25, anywhere between 25 to 3,000, somewhere in that range, which sounds like a decent amount, but considering that was like six eight two something like, it's not enough. And the training load he was under, not enough. It turned out, we need to get him up to somewhere around 42, 43, maybe even higher. Now, we didn't jump him up there right away. We actually took him up to like 3,700, but... In the first, like, one to two days of eating 3,700 calories, he texts me, like, dude, I feel amazing. Like, I feel so much better. And literally on the phone, like, a couple of days before, he's like, dude, I feel run down. My legs are given out by the third quarter. Like, I'm doing okay, but I'm just, like, I'm not performing to the best of my ability. Two days. You guys know I'm one to promote long-term results and a long-term progress process, but if you can get results instantly like that, like, dude, of course, I'm going to help you do it. And a lot of times when it comes to not eating enough, if you go from not eating enough to eating enough, you'll probably see results like that. I wouldn't bet against it. When it comes to fat loss and muscle gain, of course, that takes a little bit more time. But the good thing about being an athlete is that's typically not your primary goal. Your primary goal is typically to perform to the best of your ability, and to do that, Fueling properly is a great place to start, and you can see pretty rapid results in that front, assuming all things normal. Now, if there's underlying stuff going on, then maybe it might take a little longer, but that's a topic for a different podcast. The Point being, you got to eat enough. And let's take a little bit of a deeper look as to why that might be the case. So the most simple way to understand this is when you're doing activity, there's two main ways that you fatigue. One way is that waste products build up. A lot of people think that waste product is lactic acid. It's actually not true. The waste product is hydrogen ions that build up. That's what causes the burn. Lactic acid is present, but it's not actually like causing that burn. It's the hydrogen ions, the acidity in your muscles that is causing that burn. So that's one way you get tired. The other way, and probably the main way you get tired, is running out of usable energy. So to contract your muscles and kind of make everything happen when you're doing your exercise or when you're doing your training or competing, You need energy to be able to do that. And your body uses energy in the form of ATP. How do you create ATP? You break down the food that you eat. You break down the proteins, carbs, and fats, specifically carbs and fats, to create ATP. So, when you run out of usable ATP, and that'll happen when you run out of energy substrates to break down to make ATP, you're going to fatigue. You're going to run out of usable energy. You're going to get tired. You're going to slow down, have to take a break, and your performance is obviously going to take. Um, I don't even know where I was going there. Your performance is probably going to decrease. Yeah, that's where I was going. Okay, cool. So if you're not eating enough, if you're under fueling, not getting enough calories in, you're gonna reach that point of exhaustion more quickly than if you did get enough calories in. You can extend that time to exhaustion by getting the calories in. And this is where in certain situations, intra workout nutrition can be helpful. It kind of extends that time to exhaustion by continuing to supply your body with usable energy. That's not the topic of this podcast, but you get what I'm saying. So the easiest way to make sure that doesn't happen is just eat enough calories, please. And if you want to learn how to do that, just click the link down below, get the ebook. I'm going to try to keep this podcast short and sweet. Um, if not, I could be here for li- literally hours going through this stuff. So, if you want like the full breakdown of like how to, how to determine how many calories you need, just get the free ebook. It's super simple. Breaks it down in there. Now, the second mistake I see athletes make a lot kind of builds on that first one. First step is just you got you got to eat enough calories. I don't care if it's proteins, carbs, fat. Just get the calories in. After that, we got to look at where you're getting your calories from. In an area where I see a lot of athletes screw up is under eating carbohydrates, <clears throat> and this is the mistake I made. When I first got into nutrition, when I did the paleo diet in the middle of my basketball season, which was the most idiotic thing I could have done, I cut out a lot of carbs. And why is that a problem exactly? Well, like I just said, your body uses the macronutrients that you eat via the food you eat to create usable energy. Your body, I'm trying to think of how to word this, so your body can like break down protein but not directly to to create energy. It breaks. It converts protein into carbs, essentially, uh, to then create energy. So, for the sake of this conversation, we're just going to talk about carbs and fats. They both can be used as fuel sources. The thing is, the context in which they're being used, the context of the exercise being done, will determine what is the most effective fuel source for that situation. And. You will love to talk about oh, use fat for fuel. You have an endless source, like which is true. Like if we have a ton of calories stored as body fat, a ton. Like you're not going to run out, no matter what exercise you're doing. The problem with it is that one, it's not size specific, and it takes a long time relative to carbohydrates to be used to create actual energy. There's a number of things that need to happen to slow that process down and make it not so favorable for high intensity activity because remember, during high intensity high intensity activity, you need that energy right now, like ASAP. If you're not getting, if it's just taking a sweet old time, you're gonna run out of usable energy, you're gonna fatigue. So that's where fats kind of suffer as a fuel source for high intensity activity, and that's where carbs shine. Carbs are able to be used through a process called glycolysis, which happens pretty quickly. And this is what fuels that higher intensity activity. And if you're under eating carbohydrates, you're going to be sacrificing performance. Just to put this into perspective based on the International Society of Sports Nutrition position stand on all this stuff, they typically recommend for like a performance oriented goal, anywhere between 5 to 12 grams of carbohydrates per kilogram of body weight per day. So for example, a 200 pound individual, roughly a hundred kilos, they could be eating as many as 1200 grams of carbs. Now don't go and do that, please. That's like, assuming you're an ultra marathon runner, but the point being, as a high-performing athlete, you gotta eat the carbs. You gotta get that fuel, and you got to top off your like glycogen stores and make sure you're stocked and ready to go when you go into your training session or competition or whatever you're doing. If you're not doing that, you're gonna run out of that usable energy, not because you're out of like usable energy like in your body, period, but just because your body can't keep up. Like The system that it's using to break down fat for fuel just can't keep up at those higher intensities, especially if your metabolic flexibility is not where it really should be. So instead we gotta fuel with carbs. And again, that's not saying going, that's not saying to go super high carb year round, that's where periodization, hint, hint, comes in. Um, but we do need to fuel with carbohydrates. And to learn a little bit more about that, again, just go read the ebook, click the link down below, get your copy, it breaks down like where to find carbohydrates in your diet and how many you need and all that good stuff. So. Go check that out. The third mistake I see athletes make a lot is not really related to the numbers or anything like that in terms of like the actual plan, but it is related to planning. And the third mistake I see athletes make a lot is lack of planning. So, lack of meal prep, lack of taking time to log in their food ahead of time, just lack of like plan around anything, uncertain nutrition. Most athletes I talk to initially, the extent of their plan is, quote, unquote, eating healthy. What does that even mean? Like, you, There's no clear definition around that. You got to break things down a little bit more. And what's, Okay, so let's say you have that nutrition plan in place. You have an individualized plan, all that great stuff that I do for my athletes. You do that with me or on your own, cool, whatever. What then? Now you actually have to stick to the plan and you have to plan to stick to the plan. You have to meal prep, you have to log your food, preferably ahead of time when you're first getting started. All that stuff is super helpful because it foolproofs your success. If you're going into something new that you've never done and you're not preparing at all, how are you gonna expect to succeed? Like you're not gonna step out onto a basketball court or onto a football field never having practiced or not having practiced for months for the biggest game of your life. That's not gonna happen. You can prepare for that for long time, long periods of time. Likely, same thing with food. You can't just wing it, especially when you're first getting started. Now, the good thing about food is that, relative to the skill of actually learning how to play your sport, it's not that hard. You just got to put a little bit of time and effort in each week, and it'll go a long way in making sure that you're going in the right direction. So, little things like meal prepping and logging your food ahead of time just goes such a long way in making sure that you can actually stick to the plan. So if you look at the nutritional pyramid. Yeah, sure, calories are the foundation, but what's even below that? And like even even bigger foundation, adherence. Doesn't matter if I give you the best plan in the world or if you create the best plan in the world, if you can't actually stick to it, it really doesn't matter. And the best way to make sure you stick to that plan is to plan ahead. Plan to stick to the plan, simple as that. And last but not least, the fourth mistake and this is something that a lot of people just overlook so maybe you might have heard okay i gotta eat enough calories yeah carbs are fuel i've heard that before okay meal prep blah 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 this last one is something that's not typically talked about a lot if you've been following me for some time then yeah you've heard me talk about it but if you're relatively new around here probably haven't heard it much it's the concept of periodization now if you've been around training for like for athletic performance you may have heard this term thrown around in the context of training like in the weight room or conditioning and it lost my train of thought. One sec, okay. Yeah, you might. <laughs> oh God, I'm too lazy to add that out. So for those of you guys that stuck around this long, my cold brew is wearing off from this morning at venti. Again, I pretty much have a Starbucks membership at this point, but um, let's see, where was I? Yep, you've likely heard the concept thrown around in the context of training but it's not talked about a lot in the context of nutrition, and it needs to be. There's a reason why I wrote a whole ebook on this stuff. Like, it needs to be talked about. And all periodization is is the concept of breaking up your nutrition plan or breaking up your plan into different phases. And each goal, each phase has a different goal. And this is something I see a lot of athletes do: is like, oh, I eat healthy, or they might even be tracking their macros, but they're eating the same macros year round, or they're eating the same, like, quote unquote, healthy foods year-round when it doesn't really make sense because just like your training is periodized your season is inherently periodized whether you realize it or not whether you're actively trying to periodize it or not it is your training during your in-season phase when you're actually competing it's a lot different than immediately post-season when you're on vacation in the off season when you're grinding in the preseason, when you're ramping up it differs yet your nutrition stays the same it doesn't really make sense you get a lot of athletes to it Instead, what we want to do is break your nutrition plan up into phases, in accordance with those phases to your training. That way, we can make sure you're fueling properly for the specific goal in each specific phase. This is how you prevent yourself from ending the season in relatively good shape and showing up to training camp the next the next year like five, ten pounds heavier than you should be. This is how you and this is how you avoid performing really well during your off-season, like, oh yeah, I made tons of gains, I'm feeling really good, and then failing to fuel properly once intensity picks up during your season. It's how you avoid that. If you actively plan for it, you can avoid underfueling during your season. You can avoid overfueling in the off-season sometimes and ending up coming back like Raymond Felton. Um, if you're into basketball, you know what I mean. Like, you can avoid that stuff by just planning ahead and periodizing your nutrition. Just to put it into perspective, whenever I hop on a call with an athlete, whether they're high school level or pro level, that first call is mapping out the entire year ahead of time, the entire year, not week, not month, not months, but the entire year ahead of time because it's very important to have that framework in place. And you might be thinking, oh, what if something happens? What if something changes? Yeah, things change every week. Yeah, things change every day even, but we have the framework in place so it makes it easy to slide things around like a puzzle piece. Super easy. If you have this framework in place, working inside of it to get you from point A, where you are now, to point B, where you wanna be, becomes very easy. So the fourth mistake, lack of periodization. Let's fix that. And again, in the free ebook, to talk all about it in that other free ebook that I wrote a while back, The Athlete's Guide to Nutritional Periodization, I literally break it down step by step, the entire process I use. Just click the link down below, get your copy. Make sure you avoid these four mistakes because all of them, they have really grave consequences, but they're all pretty simple to fix. There's nothing in here that's like, wow, that's super complicated. Maybe the most complicated thing is periodization, but really once you grasp that, it's super easy to understand. It's very simple and it it inherently makes sense. So nothing too crazy in here. Just grab the ebook, read a little bit, listen to it, watch it, whatever you want to do, whatever's the easiest way for you to take in the information, and then go apply it. Make sure you actually go apply it, because it's one thing to you know. Like you, if you, especially if you've been following me for a while and you're still not implementing this stuff, you probably want to get on that. Because having all the knowledge in the world, I appreciate you tuning in, but I want you to do something with the info. I want you to go actually execute on it, act on it, and get the result because of that. So, thank you for thank you again for tuning in. Let me know if you have any questions. Go grab your copy of the newest ebook and video resources and audio resources and the Cliff Notes resources, all that great stuff. Go grab that down below. Let me know what you think and be sure to tune in for the next episode on Wednesday.